are with us they are indeed hello sir how are hello. you i am i am quite well if you, if you hear any weird noises in the background it's phantom ah okay so, I, don't, I don't know if you remember we had we named our uh, our new roomba its name is phantom i did not know that <laughs> in honor in honor of phantom <laughs> In honor the, of the guinea pig, the guinea pig, indeed. Oh, well, this like, is that could be the weird noises. This is an unexpected treat to be podcasting on a Monday. I mean, I, it's strange. I'm like, now I have five fucking days before this resolves, and it makes me sad. You no, know, like uh, at least, at least our normal how we've been recording, it's been like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just watch it, you know, t- tonight if it's really good, or next week, uh-huh. so I'm fresh. <laughs> but man, I yeah, blame the you, snark. I blame the pterodactyl you. is uh is actually in Panama City right now. Oh really? <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, they're out there looking for housing uh, for the potential move. But I had to actually go into work uh, for a meeting that could have been in an email or a Skype. Um, and it was for half the people, just uh, not for me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it was cool. So, <laughs> so is, that was that was nice. Is the potential move finalized yet? Is no, we can talk about it on the podcast. Is it something we need to cut out? It is. Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's in or not. It's just okay. It's still it's still happening. So that's why we're recording on a Monday. That way, when uh, Bean and wife are back. It's not like, oh, okay, now we're going to take an extra you know, hour out of out of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, let's take advantage of this, you know, while the while the house is quiet aside from Phantom. I this is this is so weird. I just finished recording la- or editing last night and getting it ready to put <laughs> up, and I feel like I was just here talking to you, but that was like days ago. It the, was. We it were was just the the ghost of me. Well, coming through we, your ear holes that's true that that's true i mean we've been on vacation um well yeah. a mini a mini vacation as we call it in our house um we went to st george be careful Island. with all those k's there yeah <laughs> that is true that's you're not a republican where the three k's are silent we we spell it with a c so we spell c-a-c-a-c-i-o-n vacation um perfect because... i just wanted to drop the republican joke in there this is like one of my favorite tiktoks <sighs> Man, I'm not even inspired yet. <laughs> everything is going like coming up, a coming up scholar, except for the fact that the damn Delta variant is like not <laughs> not going away. Um, no, weird. We we had that conversation this morning. Like, oh man, I got vaccinated, so uh, you know, I really wish I, you know, I thought I got vaccinated, so I didn't have to wear the mask and I, yada yada yada. And I'm like, well, if the other fifty percent of the country had done it, then maybe we wouldn't be here right fucking now so or maybe it's not a bad idea to you know hang on to the mask thing like you know i don't know japan uh, where so that way we can you know get rid of other common diseases being you know gotten by being in close proximity to dirty fucking people wash your freaking hands right wash like, your hands good god bathe like Ugh. bathe wash your hands practice basic hygiene Cover I, your I always forget that like 
you know, most of the most of the country is not the people that I hang around and just like the the vast majority. It's just like good God. Mm-hmm. Like basic hygiene, y'all. Basic. I had a <laughs> I had a very enlightening uh work com- conversation today. Um mm. That I can't go into like super specifics, but um, <laughs> or they'll know exactly who it is. <laughs> well, no, they know who it is. Um, but <laughs> people know who, who who runs this podcast. Um, but um, no, Bum, yeah, bums. we are the the industry that I work in um, is busy right now, and, hmm. and yeah, <laughs> very very busy to the point where might be doing some new things um, really soon. Um, not no no no. This is not a ooh. This is like yeah. A, you're going to be giving out the vaccines. I uh, <laughs> be giving shots. It is not unrealistic that that is a thing that could happen. In the but future. it'll have to be stealth. It's going to have to be like a fucking spy movie or like penguin with the end of his end of his umbrella, like just poking people, walking around, or like the CIA, the down. CIA and uh, like injection <laughs> thing, and you just like oh excuse me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, by the way, you're What was that? Oh, sorry. Now. That hurt. <laughs> like, you're welcome. And you just leave. I just saved your life. <laughs> you just got to you just got to find that person again. Uh, you know, four 6 weeks. weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> 4 4 weeks later. Yeah, was it 4 to 6? Four to you six. find the same person again. They're like, "Hey, I just poked out. Ah, why? Why does <laughs> this like, keep happening?" Done. <laughs> you're that was weird. Welcome. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> No, combine that with so I went from from the interview today um, to that conversation, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's some something." Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna be in charge of you, fucking people. <laughs> this uh, is awful. Possibly, I have made a mistake. Possibly. It's a grave error in judgment. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll we'll see what the future holds. Um, now we've we've definitely gone down this road before on this specific podcast where I've said these specific things and then nothing happens. So yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. But um, now it's it's good day. It was a great day. I know. I mean, it, it's it's a good thing we're recording. You're like man, on actually a good day instead of like waiting uh, for a uh, real shit day, just being hey. like fuck everyone. <laughs> And everything. And you know, you know, I think to top it off, you know, I think I told you this, but like I was not intending, we were not intending to to watch the penultimate episode of uh season one, um, or to record this early in the week, but good God, I am yeah, so pleased. So so are. glad. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was so good. Oh my it was so good. It's another one of those where like the the like standard story arc that we we always talk about where it's like you know generally we'll start hypothetically on like maybe a high note maybe not a high note like you know and it it's maybe hits hits something a little bit up then you go down and arc down at the bottom this is much easier on like a chart as opposed to describe verbally mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so bear with me and you, you know you hit the hit kind of the bottom and then you start working your way back up and we're we're on like the shooting up to the end, like real ramp up, and then we're left with like a ridiculous cliffhanger. And I'm like, with the with the news that uh, there's going to be a season two, it's like oh, okay, I, I I know it's I know it's going to happen here, but mm-hmm. 
that leads nicely into our first piece of of news this week. Um, and, Sweet, and only eight minutes of ranting. That's amazing. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. We always we always manage to get there. Well, eight minutes of the hello ranting, and then we have the other ranting. I don't know if you can hear Phantom in the background, but Phantom I is emptying. Did just hear <laughs> Phantom for the first time. I was um, trying to talk talk louder over over Phantom. So ap- apologies. That no. was the no kidding, like the best the best money I've spent on Prime Day probably ever. Like a refurbished Amazon warehouse Roomba. Like holy shit. Oh, amazing. Eight hundred dollar Roomba for two hundred and twenty dollars. Hells yes. That is not a bad deal. Not honestly. at all. Well it's oh, amazing. That I, was it I, emptying itself. I mean, I'm glad that it did because it means it's doing its job. Indeed. But but you know what else I'm glad about? Um, the news? Thanks for bringing us back. No, that's okay. <laughs> that, that's my job. Uh, so StarWars.com released a cheeky little article um, on the 5th last week, um, which is only a few days old at this point. But uh, just sort of slipped this in there um, that Disney Plus announces that Season 2 of Star Wars The Bad Batch has officially been uh, greenlit and will return in 2022. Um, so I wish they would have waited until Friday, like ne- next Friday. Like why? Like, God, man, leave it, leave it on like, Oh my God, what the fuck? And then, uh-huh. and then you're like, oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> Just getting like, renewed. Like what? Why? Now that ta- takes the bite out of the finale. I think this would have been perfect if they had done like Loki did. Um, you know, in Loki, the, the capper to Loki came out mid credits to the end yeah. of season one of Loki. That's how I want my shows to tell me they're coming back for another season. Like, right. give me that. Oh, fuck. Like, did I just wish this wouldn't come back? And now I don't know how it ends. And then like, 20 yeah, is this going to be finished in a movie in six years? Or like, what, <laughs> what are we looking at here? Look, help, as, much, help. as much as I liked Firefly and I did like Firefly a lot. It's because it's I, amazing. I don't want to wait another six years for a movie. Um, and, and I like, I love Firefly, but Serenity was not worth six years of waiting. Um, not worth six years. I still, I don't know. I still really like Serenity as well. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, other than, other than the one scene yeah. where, uh, float down. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the one that is the scene that's the I one mean, this that movie is like 12 and a half years old at this point but I mean... yeah okay so wash dies that's <laughs> the scene that we're talking about and it was just like god fuck why man like why <laughs> you didn't need to do that um, but, i mean you could you can boop like beep over it if you if you need to but I no, mean, no, 12 no, years no. old it's an excuse for me to go back and watch watch that scene <laughs> um, and included in the podcast. I did still manage. I have managed to keep the mystery for everybody who has not seen uh, the usual suspects. Every time I'm like, God, it's a fucking good movie. You got to watch it. And they're like, Oh man, I've never seen it. I'm like, Do you know the twist ending already? Or I was like, Do you know the, the big spoiler? And they're like, What are you talking about? I'm like, Perfect. Go watch it. Go watch the movie. <laughs> and I will idiot. never, ever reveal that one. Like, ever. Because that, God, that is like the 
I would say the number one movie that I wish I could go back and watch again for the first time, like every time. I know the there's problematic human in it, really. Uh, yeah. My God, it, it's fucking epic. Like just the end, the end of that movie, y- you just sit there like slack jawed, going, "What the fuck did I just see? Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit!" Or, or as they would say in the good place, holy forking shirt balls. Where the fork are we? Fork. Shirt. Asshole. Holy forking shirt balls. We're in the good place. Kind of the quote for this episode. That's how I felt at the end of this episode, too. <laughs> like, I actually said that out loud to no one. Well, to Nessie. <laughs> and Nessie, Nessie was like, yeah, right? As she watched with me. <laughs> She was like forking a man. <laughs> you just discovered the title of this episode. <laughs> I love when that happens. That I mean, this episode was so so good. We got to get to the. News. It really was. Yeah, we, we do. Get, we got to get to the news. So we get it's gonna to be episode. it's gonna be an adventure to rein me in on this one. I, uh, I just okay. I just feel it. I'm in a good. It's, mood. It's one of those. And that's. Go ahead. It's it's one of those episodes where it's like, oh man, I I gotta get I gotta get reined in. Nah. <laughs> I'm just gonna be everywhere. No, I I think you make it more fun. I, I truly <laughs> I truly think when you go wild, like it it just it gets more fun. Um, and it works out well because I only have one other piece of news to talk about this week. Um, and that is not Bad Batch related, but rather it's Marvel uh, related. Um, because you know my my love of all things Marvel. Yes. Um, there is a fantastic article on the thedirect.com um, about Tom Hiddleston teasing something about the second season of uh, the smash hit Loki show. Um, in that he talks about Jonathan Majors, um, who plays He Who Remains, which was introduced in the last episode of the Loki series. Uh, and he talks about the fact that Loki and Sylvie, um, who is a variant version of Loki, will be making an appearance in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. And <laughs> I don't know if I have been this excited about a Marvel movie since uh, Avengers Endgame. And there I was a, think there was like a Facebook poll about it. It was like which Marvel property are you most excited for, and listed out everything. And like Doctor Strange, which is the one I voted for too, was like like a ridiculous number of people versus like three for everything else. I kept going back and forth between like the Spider-Man, like no way home and Dr. Strange. Cause it feels very weird to be so excited for Dr. Strange. <laughs> but, oh my God. Still haven't seen the first Dr. Strange. Um, but uh, it's okay. It's not crap. like it's, you know, the, the prequel season to the show that we're watching right now that you've waited until halfway through to watch. I know. Uh, but I'm just sipping my tea here. That's okay. That's okay. I just... Uh, I I am, am so excited for this freaking movie. And I, I cannot wait for it to keep... Like, I cannot wait for it to come out. Like, it's going to be... It's going to be... I think it's going to have... By the time we get there, it's going to have in-game level, like, excitement. I mean, we've gone through... You know, we went through... Uh, Vision and a WandaVision, I mean, which basically ends as a giant trailer for Doctor Strange. And now right. we get another 
uh, show, which is now basically acting as a giant trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. If that movie is not good, it's going to be devastating. (sighs) Absolutely devastating. We don't even need to, we don't even need to get there, like even introduce that to the ethos um, because I, I really don't know if I'll be able to handle if it's not good. Like, I mean, that's, I think what Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be is a giant trailer for Doctor Strange. Right. And I don't even like Spider-Man that much, but I can't wait for that just so we can get it out of the way and we can get closer to Doctor Strange. Uh, (laughs) Basically, what I'm trying to say is... Like, I love Spider-Man. I love it so much. I know. That was like the first comic that, one of the first comics I remember having, like, back in, like, the 80s. See, to me, Spider-Man and Batman and Superman always kind of collided. Batman is amazing, too. Mech. Oh. Not a big fan. Not, yeah. not a big fan. There is, there is some really, really good Spider-Man stuff that has come out in the last 10 years. Or Spider-Man, Batman stuff. I know. Friend of the podcast, Sonny, always gets on me for not reading more by, uh, Batman and Superman. And I... I I still stand by the fact that I just can't get behind either one of those characters, and I I include Superman in that list now too because I just they're not interesting to me. That's just for whatever reason I just and can't I, get behind them. I am totally blanking on the guy's name. He is one of my favorite comic book writers, and I'm totally blanking on his name. But he did a an epic epic run on on Batman, and it's it's just it's just amazing, uh, Zach. No, it's Zack Snyder. That's not it. That's the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> Sometimes well, research sounds like typing. And that's okay, yeah. because I actually lied. I have one more thing to talk about um, that, that we didn't talk about last week, which we should have talked about last week. Yeah. Um, Deal. So if you remember last week, we talked about the new Disney hotel, the Star Wars Disney hotel. Um, Indeed. Somehow. Scott, Scott Snyder. That's it. That's why I said Zach. Scott Snyder's run on Batman is fucking epic. Like sure I would say, is. I would say it's better than I would say it's better than Frank Miller. Um, that that may get us hate mail from the four fans who listen to us, or really just from Sonny. It's possible. <laughs> but, it's possible. But but if Sonny disagrees, fight me. Like Scott <laughs> Scott Snyder's like run on Batman is is legitimately like the best thing that i have i have read like i love i love frank miller's like the dark knight mm-hmm. but my god scott snyder is just just an amazing author any literally anything by him i will go find and just snap up like he did american vampire he was also on like detective comics like he's done so so much stuff mm-hmm. and he is just he is just amazing american as i'm looking vampire at his really good it yeah. is. I, I think I got you hooked on that one. Yes, you did. Yeah, it yes, is. It, I cannot believe there is not a TV show for that yet. But good God, that that is another just phenomenal, like f- absolutely phenomenal comic series. But he's he's an amazing writer. To anything anything by him, I will gladly go. Uh, was it severed? Even witches was pretty good. Like everything. I don't think so, I've read all of that, but. No, I, I definitely did read American Vampire. So good. So it, his his turn on Batman is is my favorite. 
like Court of the Owls, like brings in all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's just so good. It, if you read it, you would be like, oh, I can see some merit to Batman. It's pretty good. Okay, we might have to. I don't like many DC like comic books, but that's that's the one I go with. I don't think that I like any DC properties currently. Um, or anything like drawn by Greg Capullo. Mm. Truthfully, I just I, I can't get behind I cannot get behind any of the Disney the Disney or excuse me not Disney but the DC I can't get behind any of the DC properties. Like they're just not entertaining to me. I mean that's that's just my take, but I, I know I'm wrong, but there's even some Green Lantern that I I don't really like him as a character, but there's some some really good stuff. Uh, and I'm blanking on authors tonight, but he's another one of those like really really good authors that doesn't get I don't feel like nearly enough credit. But he did a really good job with uh with Green Lantern, and he's actually involved in a bunch of different like movie properties now as well. Um, yeah. They bring him in as a consultant, but. Man, that that Batman run, like I'm with you. I don't really get it behind DC that much. It's it was just like this piece. It was just like holy shit, this is so good. We might have to go into depth on a Batman, or or might have to revisit or favorite uh, comic series in the future. I feel like that might be like a like a bonus episode. Yeah, we don't really do a lot on comics, so I think that could be interesting. Just part of the rant at the beginning. Absolutely. This shit's well, going to be an editor's have... nightmare. No. no. Oh, no, we're only 20 minutes week, in. Last week was a little harder than editor, um, but this week is going <laughs> to be easy. I actually, I, I lied to you twice. I do have a couple more pieces of news, but these are light. Let's do it. I think <laughs> like, that we're going to. We got Star Wars Hotel before I figured out who I was talking about. Well, and I'll probably figure out who I'm talking about for the other one, too. And that's, that's partially why we're doing this. Um, but. What what I wanted to touch on was just briefly, um, Disney apparently has created a real life lightsaber. Um, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. That's the Jeff Johns. It, not not a whole lot. He's he's a pretty good writer and he's involved as a like consultant on a lot of stuff and helps write a lot of the movie stuff. Wow. Anyway, exciting. I did see the real life lightsaber and holy <laughs> shit! Like, is that yeah. is that included like in? Like your lightsaber training, you now get a real lightsaber. Is that just like for the for the cast or like, like good god? Like so, shit's getting shit's getting real. Apparently, um, if you stay at, at the Galactic Star Cruiser, it's going to be part of the experience. Um, that you will see it. No, you'll be able to build one. I believe is and keep it is the, the other piece like believe... i don't want to just build it i want to keep a fucking lightsaber <laughs> like... i believe the, that's okay so because i have right. the ones that are like the telescoping like yep. that you throw out and it's like a little ninja sword like i've got i've got two of those i got luke and darth <laughs> from like the 90s so the thing is is that my wife and i are going to disney world again she has a conference in orlando <laughs> We will be building our own lightsabers when we go to Disney World. There is a two hundred dollar version of this that, that exists. I have uh, seen that, and and supposedly it's more so about the experience of building the lightsaber um, yeah. than it is about the lightsaber because it's very cool. It's all part of the new Galaxy's Edge. This is something totally di- different. Um, this is 
like there is a gif on the internet from the galactic star cruiser like you know hey here's what our our uh here's what our experience will be this looks like honest to god a lightsaber is coming out of the hilt of this light of this guy like this this uh i guess you call it portal or the or the handle um like no joke this looks like the closest thing to a real life honest to god lightsaber i have ever seen um <laughs> Amazing. And I fucking want one so very badly. <laughs> um, I'm just going to put this out in the universe. Like, A, we don't have a Patreon, but I kind of want to start one just so we can be like, hey, fans, please help us fund a trip to <laughs> this Disney Galaxy's Edge. But B, uh, really the, the more realistic one, is like, I, I'm almost hoping that maybe maybe our wives are secretly listening and they're like, you know what? We're going to do this like, amazing thing and we're going to surprise our wonderful husbands with a trip to this we're gonna book it we're not gonna tell them we're just gonna be like hey we're going on vacation and then they're like well where are we going well we gotta go to orlando <laughs> oh cool galaxy's edge and like okay cool that's that's sweet where are we staying oh we'll be at a hotel <laughs> and then we get there and we book in and we're like, <gasps> <laughs> like do you know i just want to put that out in the universe like oh How... man i i don't know i'd have to i would marry her again twice How... How much streaming <laughs> I would do? I mean, we like, would both be like, like this the, on the the shows, like the like squee, like holding hands and jumping up and down, <laughs> as our wives are like, yeah, they, like we'd, we, we, I guess we're still married, but <laughs> oh, oh, I I know that my wife <laughs> secretly is a big Disney nerd, um, so this would be. My wife is also a Disney nerd. Thirty-sixth birthday uh, present from from yes. my wife. If... This would be a wonderful thirty-seventh birthday present. Thirty-seven? <laughs> is that right? God, fuck! I will celebrate. It's what, time for an existential day. crisis. Yeah, seriously, I will celebrate freaking Kwanzaa or National Like Cat Day. It's or gonna be what three day. of my birthdays. Uh, That's fine. Real life lightsaber. I will do lots of things for a real life lightsaber. Indeed. Um. I need something to teach Bean how to like, lightsaber fight. I sent I sent the video of like, hey, maybe we should all just carry swords. Like, uh-huh. well, it's going to be a lot of fun to teach uh, teach the kiddo how to, how to fight with swords. Yes, yes, it would. And to have a real life lightsaber would be kind of the most Indeed. best thing ever. Um, I don't know. I I will always hold a place in my heart for the cardboard tube and making the noises with your mouth, like. Yes, you, you and McGregor did. <laughs> yes, and I think that's that's something that our kids will never experience because. Well, maybe. <laughs> I got some cardboard tubes, and uh, I don't know how many times you can afford a two hundred to five thousand dollar lightsaber. Because really, like, yeah, you're you're gonna go do the experience and be immersed in Star Wars, but kind of for the lightsaber, right? Like, so like a $5,000 lightsaber. It's 100% for the lightsaber. <laughs> that is 100% so I but can dress up in Jedi I just, robes. I just and... want to put that out in the universe that if that if that would happen. I've I've been watching a lot of like metaphysical TikTok kind of stuff and that like going to make seeing some happen. of the yeah, that that what you put out in the universe is what happens. Like to someone was like analyzing Tomorrowland. Speaking of Disney properties, uh, yeah. the the movie Tomorrowland, and it was like the because people believed that the world was going to end, then the world actually ended. But 
it only it took one person to not believe that narrative to start changing it so what you put in the universe man like totally changes what happens in the universe man um and anyway i uh, hey why not man sure why not <laughs> if it gets me a five thousand dollar if i get to go to in the star wars star wars like i'm in star wars trip that'd be cool that would be really really cool It sounds sounds perfect to me. I will believe. I, I will slap my my weight, my arms like their wings, like they did in, uh, <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. If it gets me, if it gets me a five thousand dollar lightsaber, uh, I'm gonna believe in a lot of things. Well, let's let's wrap up the news um, this week with something that's gonna be slightly less expensive than uh, a make believe dress up Star Wars visit, um, and this Good. is just solely. Because I really appreciate this property, um, and I know that you like it, but I know that you don't like it nearly as much as I do. Um, but this is also actually a Disney property now, and I didn't realize this until this article was released. Um, but next year, a new young young adult novel from the Disney Hyperion uh, Publishing Company is going to be releasing a book called In Every Generation. And it's the first book of a, a trilogy it's going to be written by Kendra Blake, who wrote the Three Dark Crown series, um, which I haven't read yet. Um, but Anthony, can you tell me what property are we talking about that Disney is is soft rebooting next oh, year? Oh shit! I have no idea. In in every generation, is it is it going to be like another like we're starting out with a new new generation of like was it Cinderella and it's not that it's good. No, it, it's not Cinderella. Um, but or what, fact, like the, one of the Disney princesses. It is a Disney princess because mm. Disney open, owns this, pros, this, uh, this, this premise now, which I had no clue that Disney owned the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. Um, Interesting. That is now part of the Disney properties. Um, and the oh, well, that, new... that got, this got way more exciting than I thought I was going to. <laughs> See, you thought I was going to talk about Disney, Disney like princesses. I thought it was going to be about Cruella. And the, no. like the movie was pretty good, but my God, like how does that tie into anything? No. Like how does that? How does Cruella end with her wanting to kill a bunch of Dalmatians? Like I don't, I don't get it. Like this or the origin story makes no sense for where the actual movie is and but that's that's, that's neither come, here nor there that's why you got to come back for movie number two and pay that 30 dollars for the early release um so they yeah. can watch Cruella number two I, yeah but <laughs> where you see where she really goes crazy and how they somehow manage to make someone who kills puppies likable like, like uh like, oh, okay <laughs> i ended anyway, up rooting super for the excited. um <laughs> Yeah, but she doesn't doesn't end at the part where she wants to murder a hundred and one puppies. Like, that's, that's you're just like, where, how does A get to get to Z here? Like, it, it doesn't make it makes no sense. Like, you got to reboot a hundred one Dalmatians. Like that was the whole thing. Just like a supremely unlikable human being that mm-hmm. murdered puppies, and you're like, wow, I can get behind shitting on anyone who murders puppies. Yeah. Anyway, I super would... excited that Buffy is going to come back. No, I, I think this is. I'm I'm really excited because because this is actually supposed to be a direct tie into the way that the show ended. Oh, um, because this nice. book is going to be about Willow's daughter. Um, oh yeah, who is potentially going to be a witch and a slayer, 
Anyways, long oh. story short, long story short, I'm excited for this book. It releases on January the 4th of next year. It looks amazing. Uh, cannot wait. Very excited. Thank you, Disney, for rebooting yet <laughs> another part of my childhood. To and- give an excuse to, to go back. Go back exactly. and watch Buffy again. Like that's those were the two. That's what we talked about starting with was Buffy yeah. or Rebels. Yep. And it was like, uh, let's go with Rebels because they're twenty minute episodes, fucking four hour episodes for us to record them, but <laughs> twenty minute ep- like twenty minute episodes of television. Can you like, imagine? Good God! Can you imagine how long these episodes? Forty five minutes. Yeah, forty five oh. minutes for the seven seasons. Oh no! Hmm. No no no. We might get there someday, but we had a lot of property to cover between now and then. Yes, I think that's a perfect time to, uh, you know, maybe return to uh, to Camino. I think uh, it is. is. And I also have to pause. Hello there again. Hello, sir. After a brief hiatus. <laughs> Let's see how so much of that we've returned. How much from the first take carries over to? to oh, so much, so much, so much of that energy. It is not dissipated at all people are happy things are things are going things are going well yeah yeah the uh the house that we're actually going to look at is a giant dumpster fire apparently (laughs) but but now my wife knows approximately like the areas she'd want to live and that kind of stuff and uh, i mean we we lived in a shithole behind the stadium, so my standards are low. Um, so really, it's a, yeah. And then and then we moved to like the super swanky London town, which Oof. was not. Um, <laughs> but at least it wasn't murdering puppies, Jackson uh, properties. <laughs> like speaking of murdering puppies, that's who fucking Cruella is about. It's about fucking <laughs> that giant piece of garbage, Jackson. <laughs> So for those along, we just took a thirty-minute hiatus. So what you yeah. just witnessed was the snark slowly working his brain back to where we were about thirty minutes. Oh ago. no, I know exactly where we were back. I <clears> just throat> wanted, throat> like that's the update of what happened over the last thirty minutes that we took a break. Yeah, hell yeah, man. we were we were returning to Camino when I left. I, I believe I made a flawless transition into a thirty-minute break. <laughs> you did, and that's what's so <laughs> it was great, so thrilling is we that cut we, all this shit out. We no no hell no <laughs> hell no. We get to talk about Return to Camino tonight, um, the fifteenth episode of season one of Star Wars: The Bad Batch, originally aired on August the sixth of twenty twenty one. Which, by the way, uh, we're officially like four months away from twenty twenty one being over. So let that saturate in your head for a minute. Um, directed by Nathan Ugh. Villanueva and written by Matt Masinovich. Um well pronounced. I feel like that's good. I I feel like I've Bra- said before. Um, what was that official the official description oh. for this week's episode? Oh, let me let me clear my throat. Really, I mean, we got a long a long passage ahead of us. Mm. Uh, the Bad Batch find themselves in unexpected territory in this thrilling finale, which seems awkward because it's not the finale. Everything except for that. But that's episode. okay. <laughs> and and is it really unexpected? Like we fucking knew we were going to be back to Camino at some point. Like this, this was like, such. I a good called episode. this in what 
back in episode one, like, Kamino's got to go. Like, they're going to wipe these people out. No, like, you know what was sad? And I know that yes, they did this. most of this. I mean, the scenes at the end where oh, we, man. Got, we got, like, that, like, hallway, like, just the empty, like, looking around the old Camino. I don't know why. Especially from episode two. Like, when those are, like, bustling and busy. And you've oh. seen those busy for all, you know, the beginning of Bad Batch. And there's some, some pieces of Clone Wars. And, like, they're, those are, like, they're, they're full of life and full of, well, full of clones. And full of those, like, that kind of exuberance to go fight for the Republic. And now it's I, just, like, barren. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why they included those shots. But damn, if that wasn't like emotional impact, emotional, yeah, yeah, like I was like, this oh, is saying goodbye to Camino, like this is this. this is goodbye. Oh man, what a what a like the establishing shots and like just the cinematography of this episode is just epic. Like they did such a so good. great job, great job with this episode. I, I mean, this is not a ten for me. Um, but I mean, this is definitely like an 8.5 or a 9.5 because like this episode was very fulfilling, honestly. Yes. There's, there's a lot we find out this week, um, including a really, really well done reveal um, that I, I did not see coming, frankly. Um, and we'll get there. I don't want to, you know, blow our, blow our, <laughs> in the first five minutes of this episode. But like, I, I love how we start this week off with like, I mean, the, the whole plot device of like Crosshair is like, I know they're going to come for you. Like he's talking to Hunter and they're, they're yeah. moving Hunter and he's like, I, I know they will come for you. Like all I need to do is turn on your community. Yeah, I just got to wait. <sighs> we, they'll come right to where I want. Mm-hmm. And, and they I, do. <laughs> and it worked. I mean, I mean, like, it was wild to me to see Echo and, and Echo, Echo uh, Omega. Ooh, I'm several beers in at this point. Sorry. Uh, but watching, oh, I'm, I'm a solid, like, undisclosed amount of whiskey in. <laughs> watching Omega, <laughs> Omega's determination that, like, we've got to go back. We are going back. Yeah, for this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we do every week. Like, like we, we go back we and go, We are going to save people. The end. Like, I, and I, I think that's great. Like to some extent, I almost feel like she is the leader of mm-hmm. of the batch. I I think you could say she is. I mean, when Hunter's not there, if she were older, I would think she is the leader of the Which batch. We do find out she is she is older. Yes, she's she's older than the batch. And I I want to talk about that because I think there's two big reveals. That's one of them. Excuse me. And the other one is is kind of out of left field. That I didn't see either of these coming um, tonight. But excuse me. Ooh, don't drink beer in podcast, folks. Um, because then you no. have to swallow your beer. Your, your do. <laughs> I <laughs> definitely do. That's that's again. That's that's kind of our kind of our stick. Kind of our stick. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about. Vice Admiral Rampart and the new Stormtroopers um, and the fact that Rampart and and the members of Crosshair's own squad are suspecting that Crosshair may not necessarily be, you know, as on their side as he is betraying. 
Um, I love the fact that some of Crosshair's own squad are like, we don't trust him. Like we, we want to be done with the clones. Like we want them. Like we're seeing the start of that, that it's, it's the uh, kind of us first them mentality that Mm -hmm. has already, already been, or already started to be bred like kind of in this and Crosshair just thinks he's on, on that side that he's like, Oh no, I'm one of the cool ones. Like I'm one of the, I'm one of the in crowd, uh, bad, bad news home slice. You, you are, are not. not one of the in crowd. Like you are, you are a leftover anomaly. Like they don't, they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Like you are, you're a tool. That's all you are. It's a tool. Yeah, not everything in the garage, not everything in the garage can be a car. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just a tool. And it was, it was heartbreaking because Crosshair has been built up as this like, you know, badass. like, you know, he is, he is the weapon that Rampart is using and come to find out like Rampart has a contingency plan for him. Well, that really the, the operative word there is using. Yeah. Like that, that's it. Like he's, he's there to be used the end. Just like, just like all the other clones, but he, he's, he believes in what he's doing that this is this is where it's supposed to go this is what they're supposed to be doing it's sad which is even sadder it's so sad right. for crosshair and that when we when we find out later i mean crosshair is a true believer and yeah. this empire this is, and this is like nobody loves him i mean he has no place he's a man without a galaxy um and, and it's you know they're setting up this this epic you know, confrontation. And I love the fact that they short circuit it at the end. They don't, you don't get the confrontation you expect. Um, I I thought that was, I felt like I, I knew what, what to expect with this episode and I didn't get it and I got something better. And that's why I, it's kind of what we talked about last week. Uh But it was like, man, I hope they do something that's, that's not just the standard trope. And I, I'm blanking on exactly what, what the prediction was. But I'm I'm glad my expectations were subverted. Yes, yes, absolutely, a hundred times, yes. I, I that's love- what I love. I love when shows do that when it's not just the standard. Here, okay, you wanted this. Now here, you got it. It's fan service. This was yeah. not fan service. This was. Looking I mean, at you, you get, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You get you get what you. I feel like this is what we've been waiting for. You know, like I keep waiting for, you know, the kind of brothers are telling us, hey, the finale is so good that you, you know, it's going to make you want to cry. And like now, now that I've, I've seen this episode, I feel like I have a prediction that potentially we might have been wrong about the character we're going to lose. Um, I, I honestly kind of thought it was going to be the robot <laughs> there for a minute. I think it's going to be Crosshair. I, I, I think... I don't know. I, I still don't, I still don't see Crosshair going, especially knowing we're going to get a season two. I think that we are. maybe that's his redemption arc. I think we saw his, rede- the beginning of his redemption in this episode. Like, like he, I, I love the fact that when he, when repentant. he helps out Hunter, yep. like that moment where he shoots the droid, mm-hmm. he's not repentant. I don't. I don't in. know if that's. I don't know if that's his redemption or if that's him doing muscle memory to sink back into. Wait, this is my team, because this mirrors the beginning of the the series like so well. 
where they're all like working together to take down that room of clones. And now we get the bookends of that and they're working together again. And it's just going, going back like, okay, well we can rewind time. Let's rewind time and bring him with us this time. I just, when he says, when he says the hunter, and I know we're jumping all over the place, but like, that's That's what we do when we really like episodes. When he says the hunter, like, you know, you weren't loyal to me. I was part of the squad. I I got a little bit like, oh shit! Like I haven't looked at it from his point of view like that. Like he did get left behind. He he was just following along on the path that they had been fo- they had all been a part of this whole time, and everybody else took a sharp left turn and Crosshair went, why aren't we going straight? And he felt like he hey, got this left is, behind. We're following orders. Oh man, I I mean that's brutal. Like so you that can is- see the betrayal from his. From yeah. his perspective. I mean, I I absolutely love the fact that we, we get the underwater scene with, you know, when, when the, the Havoc Marauder comes back to Kamino. And it you felt very out. episode one. It did, didn't it? Like, very Gungan. Yes. <laughs> and I was I, like, all right, I'm, I'm on board with this. By the way, do you think it ever is not stormy on Kamino? Like, ever? I mean, every time we've been on Kamino, it's stormy. You think there's just storms there all the time? Uh, I don't know. It could be maybe maybe it's the south. That's possible. <laughs> it's just we just happen to be seeing them during their afternoon like monsoons. <laughs> could be three p.m. in the south part of the hemisphere of Camino all the time. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I I love the fact that we get reintroduced to. There's a secret part of Camino that we haven't seen before. Right. Like, this like extra lab. Oh, man. And that's, I mean, that's where we get the, the reveal. Well, I, at least I think this is one of the reveals. This is one of the reveals to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the, the fact that, the fact that A, this is off the books, and that Lama Su is the, or Analyse is the one that knows about it, and Omega apparently knows everything right. about Clone Force 99. Like, yeah, that she's been there. She's been there from the beginning because I think we get we get a couple of little little things too, like with the hey, we've gotten all the scientists off, all the people who matter off. Mm-hmm. But this is where those those scientists are. Is that, I mean, they're they're healing like storylines really with Snoke. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is Operation Cinder. This is this, like, is, what the, it is. this is the narrative thread through for cloning. Like, mm-hmm. well, we've taken the experts in cloning that we needed and we've taken this piece and now we've moved them off. We've moved them off world. So everyone's, everyone's gone. We have who we need. We already killed the administrator, uh, you know, killed the politician. So now you have the scientists left to do the cloning stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like the Mando, the new season of Mando, like it would be mm-hmm. bad ass to see one of these Kiminoans show up in live action. I think that's where, like, I think that's where we're headed. I I'm, think, in yeah. keeping that narrative thread through, so I, I still feel like that, like the really cool narrative threads that we're getting is this idea of cloning, mm-hmm. and pulling it all the way, all the way from the very beginning, from Episode One through, you know, at least Mando. Yeah, I um, mean, maybe, maybe even far. Well, I guess farther through the end of Rise of Skywalker because we have the kind of conclusion that's. That I, I guess that was another news story this week as they confirmed that uh, Snoke was one of the failed Emperor clones. That that's I, where Snoke came from was being failed. They're just we saw the vat of 
mm-hmm. you know, of Snoke's. Well, those are just other failed Emperor clones, failed, failed versions of Operation Cinder, and they're they're trying different different stuff, different cloning techniques. Maybe not not necessarily in line with the contract that they have built oh, yeah. with the Empire. We're seeing all of those things. So we have that narrative thread, and then we have the world between worlds as the other kind of narrative thread. That's why Grogu was so important during the Mando. Is right. They needed him for... They needed pure mm-hmm. the, the blood. Of a force user. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. This storyline is, is far... The, the Rise of Skywalker is getting far more context than the stories and the books and the comics. Yes. And it's making it better. I mean, not that I, I yeah, you know, uh, I that's that's what a lot of these properties did, especially for episodes one through three, like the the other stuff around them made them better, and it's I feel like that's always the way it is with like Star Wars, and mm-hmm. is that the the stuff around like the the movies are great. Like I grew up on you know four through four through six, and I'm like holy shit, these are amazing, love them. Like been been like the life, <laughs> like my entire life, I've been doing those and then it's like one through three and it's like yeah these are these are good too i like them for what they are and but it's really the stuff around them that makes them makes them better and I, if you're just a casual movie goer then you're gonna be like eh, yeah, that was okay i kind of like star wars but if you get into it and go look at all the other stuff you're like oh my god this is brilliant like all of this ties together and this thread matches this and this thread matches this that's the point that that's that's the whole i mean look it, it's floney is a masterful storyteller we know this. I mean, Filoni can tell the story. I think he was given a narrative arc. And I mean, look, there are problems with the sequel trilogy, yes. But Filoni making it. Problems with the prequels. Problems with the original trilogy. He makes like, it. There's plot holes introduced in the original trilogy. Yes. Like, to themselves. It, it's, just, it's just how it is. They didn't have a Keeper of the Holocron, which is a badass job title, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but that's the point. I mean, the term retcon... Is, is there for a reason. Because we are from the future, we see these problems now, we're able to fix them. Would you rather right. they remain unfixed? Like, Yeah, and then you can go back and pick at those and go, oh, see, see, they didn't know what they were doing. Fix oh, yeah. this gap. Yeah, like, fix, fix it. Let's I mean, make these make sense. Let's make this a cohesive story and a cohesive narrative. I just, I did not expect, I, I, out of all the things that I thought we could get, never did I expect to have Omega saying, you know, she was in the room during the creation of, uh, you know, right. Experimental unit 99. Like that, which is that the big, that's the big reveal. Like she's, far... she's, she's young in this, mm-hmm. but she's so it's like harder wait. than we gave her credit for. Yeah. And I mean, she's had years of experience just growing up. So this is like a true clone, like no kidding. Like a, you know, not like the clones where they're accelerated and they're no. getting to, you know, their their thirties like mm-hmm. quickly. She's this been is... alive. She's lived every day she's been alive. Just like Boba. Right. She's the exact yes. same as Boba. I mean And that I mean the the batch was born after her, but is also like grizzled war veterans at this point. Uh you know, probably in their late twenties, mid thirties, somewhere in that you know, rough relatively like age wise, like they seem to be portrayed right around there, but they're actually younger. So do we do we know how old? No, uh, Omega never, is. I 
we'll go ahead. No, there was some there was some like there was an article especially with Hera like how old's Hera in this and how old's uh, Make Omega and I I would say we're looking at probably like roughly between the ages of 10 and 14. I could see that. Like somewhere around there. So the batch is like 8 years old. Like I mean you can I'm sure there's some smart people on Reddit that that have already figured out like what's the actual like age acceleration variants like in dog years for clones <laughs> and how the fuck is rex still alive at return of the jedi i, I don't know <laughs> so the only thing i could think is well maybe rex is one of these flawed clones that was put that was uh, born down there and just put in the put in gen pop because that's that's kind of what happened is these guys thought they were just built with the rest of them and put in gen and they were all in gen pop together and now it's like well Actually, actually, there was some variance in here. Y'all yep. were, y'all were born down here. I saw you get born, and then they just released you into the general population, see which is also happen. kind of fucked up. Yeah, yes. kind of see. Let, let's see what happens because now they're they're these mutations. They don't look like anyone. They don't act like anyone else. They have their own their own deal, mm-hmm. and they're just around these other people. We saw that in what episode one, episode two where the other clones are like looking down on them, like, look at you broken people. Yep. And it's like, like, no, like, which is, which is cool. Cause it's another piece of like that star Wars theme where it's, where it's like, you're not broken. You're special. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's nothing wrong. It doesn't matter if you're a nobody, you are, you are still, you are still special in your, in your own right. There's something about you that makes you special. Just, uh, I mean, I, I know we keep, where we're bagging on Rise of Skywalker a little bit. That's what kills me about Ray being a Palpatine and not a nobody. Is it like it takes away that piece of like it doesn't matter. Like there's something special. There's something valuable about you, no matter what. I know we've done this a million times, but yeah. I could not agree with you more. The the theme the theme just keep it comes up again. You just make her a no one. And it completely changes the context of that movie. It makes it so much better, in my opinion. For, I don't for know if you no listen one. to the TikTok that I that I sent. This would be the perfect spot to put that. Well, at least somewhere in this episode to put that TikTok um, from the I forget her name, but she's an author in like the Star Wars universe. That oh man, it was it was so good. It's such an excellent TikTok. We're gonna. <laughs> maybe be like here's a non sequitur here's just a tiktok randomly like in here from this person she's a pretty awesome content creator i uh, mean look if you if you but the I themes mean, are the themes stay there it it's the narrative here it, there is a narrative it's just this is what happens when you have different people creating within the i mean creating in the book it's one giant book but you have different takes on it and like Filoni has his style and Ryan Johnson has his and JJ Abrams has his and Claudia Gray has hers because she write you know she writes books this way and I, I just this this is the There's theme something we for everyone. About. We talked about this last week. It doesn't matter how you're here and we can and all welcome. enjoy <laughs> or not enjoy the pieces that we want to. That's right, like like I'm not I forget what the the golden age of the republic one where they're like on sand skiffs or whatever it is running around it's like a a novel novel it's like a kids book for mm-hmm. like 8 year olds and I'm like I'm not going to read that one cuz I I don't care like mm-hmm. I I don't I don't want to read that like once once my once my little pterodactyl gets old enough to 
you know, want to enjoy that, then I'm going to start bringing that kind of stuff in. But until then, like, I don't, I don't care, but there's something else for everyone. Like I, I'll still read Claudia Gray's stuff. I'll, I'll read all the young adult stuff. I'll read all the adult Star Wars novels. Like, but yeah, there's something, there's something for everyone. And there's always, there's always these lessons buried in. And I think that's what this reveal gives us. I think that's just another lesson. That's the central Disney theme. I mean, look, look at what Marvel just did with Loki. We just got, you know, hey, we went from one unified storyline that that he who remains keeps in order all the time with no problems, no variations. He creates a system to keep the storyline clean and his way. And, and how is it broken, quote unquote, but by letting people, you know, have free will do their own <laughs> thing. And he says they always find a way back to each other. And I'm like, that's that's could not be clearer to me that this is Disney saying it doesn't matter there. I mean, like I want you to enjoy these characters, however you want to enjoy them. Like yeah. that, that's multi the, the multiverse of whatever from Dr. Strange. That's what Marvel's becoming is this is, this is however you want to enjoy it. Fucking enjoy it and just enjoy it. That that's Jay, all that matters. I so hope this is, cleaner than when they do this in the comics and they start branching off into all these worlds uh, and go and i mean same same thing that we're probably going to get with like with the uh, the world between worlds it's the same mm-hmm. the same idea like that's that's the multiverse in star wars yes. is the world between worlds that we're we're gonna get the same thing and like it starts getting super fucking trippy when you start doing like time travel and multiple like time streams and Honestly, like, there's a lot of theories, like in like, quantum physics and stuff like that, for uh, for our reality. That really, we're in a number of realities. Like, there's a reality where we're recording this. Like, there's an infinite reality, mm-hmm. realities where we're recording the same exact podcast but slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, maybe we don't pause for 30 minutes in the middle on in one universe, and maybe we're Trump loving sycophants in another one, or maybe <laughs> like. <laughs> But there, there's infinite realities where all of these things are true, where there's a there's two of us sitting in front of our computers, like talking on the phone. And it, it gets super trippy when you start to think about that and that we're just we're separated from those by by nothing, really, Decision. by just by. Yeah, it's I mean, sliding doors. It's like a, which is I mean, it's really not that great of a movie, but it's also really good. Uh, if you haven't seen sliding doors, it's awesome. It's like what a like they take one moment is Gwyneth Paltrow Gwyneth Paltrow in like 2002 maybe okay but it's like literally the the whole the whole premise of the movie is she catches the train or she doesn't and it splits off when she like catches the train or doesn't and it's what happens if and it's both directions I like that shit is fascinating to me because it's Mm -hmm. It, it, I feel like that's what we're hitting. Like, well, what if I had caught that red light instead of missed that red light? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and those are in the in like the multiverse. They're all true. Like, I caught and missed that light at the same time, but just in a different universe. I just and I, all of that stuff is just super mind bendy. And that's I know DC. That's that's kind of where, like, I was thinking about starting to jump in a little bit more. Um, 
wholeheartedly into the DC universe. And it was like, well, I got earth like 4,332 and earth 42 and earth 37 and earth 30. And you have all these different versions and it's like, okay, I, I can't deal with this bullshit right now. (laughs) That's, that's what we're, that's what we're looking at here. And it still does like it mirrors reality and mirrors, mirrors like the theory of kind of how life is like time is a flat circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, one yeah. of the greatest quotes from a TV show of all time. So I love that show. I love that show. I got gotta put that. Yes, go ahead. Gotta put that in there. Oh. Why should I live in history, huh? I don't want to know anything anymore. This is a world where nothing is solved. Someone once told me time is a flat circle. everything we've ever done or will do we're gonna do over and over and over again show i love that show. i got gotta put that yes go ahead. gotta put that in there oh, oh just like yes i am just like edit my voice saying it out and just edit that in no no man <laughs> i i have to tell you uh so just non sequitur because that's where we're at tonight with this episode um when my wife and i moved in together we didn't have we didn't have cable or internet or anything hooked up yet i have the box set of that that first season of true detective um and i had been trying for so long go ahead i am trying to get kristen to watch that like so hard (laughs) i i talked i talked my kristen into it because i said look it's a cop drama it's dark it's twisty so good it's it is i still remember it's one of the best single seasons of television i've seen of all time <laughs> harry kukanawa and matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson it's so, they're amazing like, just fucking just killed perfect. it but when matthew mcconaughey does the time is a flat circle thing I'm not. I'm not exaggerating at all. My wife and I were sitting in bed watching this, and at the time she was my fiance. She pulled the remote from me, and you know, as as partners generally do, when you're more excited than something, you stay up and watch it. The other one kind of gets drowsy. <laughs> um, but my my wife <laughs> grabs the remote, pauses it, and goes, "The fuck did he just say?" And rewinds it like a good five minutes and watches it again. <laughs> and then she goes. What what? And then rewinds it again and watches it for the third time and she goes, What is happening right now on this show? <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad you asked. Let me explain the entire premise of what's happening. It's the same stuff that you see in like like Donnie Darko. Like yeah. it's the same theory. Like mm-hmm. and I know like that's that's like literally my like drunken stupor of like a sophomore through senior year of high school mm-hmm. that like that's that's legitimately what me and my friends would watch when we'd get hammered in high school uh we never drink underage obviously no but, of course not, <laughs> of course not. Um, but we're smashed and <laughs> we'd watch equilibrium and donnie darko like that was it <laughs> donnie darko but, it's like the same so kind of old. thing where it's like well what if this what if this it's that whole bending with time and the, like, and I, I, I mean, I know that one I mean, this is another like 25 year old movie at this point that 
like giving spoilers away but like the the deleted scene for it is like he's he gets stabbed through the chest with the engine because he goes back to where he originally started and goes this is how it was supposed to be and yeah. gets stabbed through the like chest with like the house or whatever and you just see him like die there because mm-hmm. that's what was supposed to happen like it, it's it's all this stuff that bends with time and it's just it's just super trippy mind bendy and you can do so much, so much with it. But I, I still, I think that's our narrative, narrative threads. Like the, the idea of time is a flat circle. You're jumping through. We see, I know we have, we still haven't gotten to it yet. And I'm, God, I'm so excited to get to season three and four of Rebels because it's so fucking good. Two weeks, which buddy. is what I see all the time. Two weeks, uh, buddy. For, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. from from like people on facebook that are just like discovering rebels for the first time and they're like yeah season one's kind of slow season two is all right and it's like season three and four holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> it does it's like a lot wow but like it's that idea like that's the world between worlds the time is a flat circle you see ezra in this literally in the physical representation of a flat circle going through and pulling ahsoka out of certain death like she would die like yeah. that's the that's the donnie darko split or the butterfly effect split or the you know any number of those like sci-fi trippy like looper kind of movies like that you see him pull her out and save her so now she's okay now she's available to be in the mandalorian because ezra went here and it's like i, I think there was an article a couple of weeks ago kind of about this idea and it's it's not that you know, they're changing time or they're changing what happened in the past. It's that that always happened that way. It's the same thing you see with Loki where it's like, we're not changing anything. Like time isn't changing. Events aren't changing. It's not it like you go back and you kill baby Hitler and now you're going and you're killing baby Stalin. And then suddenly you're standing over yourself and you're becoming like, you're killing yourself because you've become the monster, mm. um, which is, I, I don't know if I sent that TikTok to y'all, but that comedian is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's it's not like that it's just this is the way it always happened this is this is what happened and it just happens to be that what always happened was ezra always went back through the world between worlds to rescue ahsoka always that's always it, what happened it's how you explain the avengers it's how yeah. you explain captain america at the end of endgame choosing to to spend time with peggy until she passes away right it's it not, always happened that way. It, it always happened that way. And that that's the thing you talk about, you know, when you watch the physical representation of, you know, he who remains and Loki and you watch in the background of the like the breakaways, it's people doing things that they hadn't. Done. That's the thing that was so wild to me is, you know, you see it at the TVA at the beginning with Loki. And it's and I know I'm referencing a lot of, of you know, Marvel here, but like we're, yeah, we're doing a lot of time travel, like metaphysical talk here. But I mean, it's it's the it's the Infinity Stones, you know, and the guy in the TVA being like, "Oh yeah, we use those as paperweights." We yeah, we got like, a ton of these. That's because that's, that's not what happened. It's it's so wild that to to introduce that to you go from something as so serious as beating Thanos or you know defeating the Emperor, and then you find out that like there's something so much bigger going right. on that you had no clue was just sitting out there waiting for you to be like, hello, you should probably pay attention to me. But like, you don't know. I mean, Which I still think that's what golden age of the Republic is setting up for us. Yes. Is the, uh, uh, was the Usan Vong? Yes. I, yeah. I pray 
I still think it's it it may not be them in name, but I feel like it's gonna be something like that. That there's that something kind of worse. Yes. Yeah, something worse. The that's only, out there. The only like the, the Kang the Kang the Conqueror. Like you see that at the very end of Loki. It's there's something worse out here. Like I'm doing the best I can. Like you that it's Kang the Conqueror, but he's a different version of him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm trying to stop this horrible shit from happening that I know will happen. And I mean, may, maybe it maybe it makes you know, the emperor in a di- little bit of a different light, a little bit less less just total evil, and more like, holy shit, I'm scared of something. I need to make this happen. Like I'm still shitty. Like I'm I'm still like blowing up entire civilizations, and not a good person, and want to rule everything. But also, there's something worse, and I know it's there. There's something worse, but yeah. I'm still awful. <laughs> It's the utilitarian view, right? I mean, and now yeah. we've, we've broached into phys- uh, mm. philosophy on this podcast. You <laughs> guys oh, are welcome. Turns out, Mr. Mercandante, that I did learn something in your class um, all those years ago. <laughs> but it, it's After the... all the abuse that poor man took, <laughs> like, you did make an impact. <laughs> Thank it's, you, Mr. Merck. <laughs> it's, it's wild to me that you can apply that sort of logic here of the, like, I mean, you just said it. It's, you know, this is the bad guy. He is the baddest of the bad guys. But if he's scared of something, then holy crap, you better be yeah, afraid. That's got to be bad. But, it's, I, don't, I don't know if you've read the, uh, I think it's Claudia Gray, the Golden Age of the Republic, the second one that came out where they're on like the space station and there's some uh, like time-ish portal travel kind of stuff going on where there's some fucking terrifying shit happening. And it's like kind of brought back into the universe that we're in but but not really like they kind of stop it i don't know if you've gotten to that but it's, it's that idea yet. like there's something worse out there just hanging out something there. more evil that i think that's probably what we're going to end up seeing with like uh thrawn and ezra you can't capture any bottle right so for me i mean and i i fully you know i'm not everybody is me but watching reading the vong series was so thrilling because up until that point, and I know some people will get this and some won't, but up until that point, for me, I mean, the entire 1990s and the early 2000s, I think we talked about this, but you get a Star Wars book every three to six months. And yeah. Luke and Han and Leia and Chewie and sometimes Wedge or Rogue Squadron would win the day. When they didn't win the day is when Star Wars became so much infinitely better to me um, right it's not predictable which is i mean what we're talking about with this the show like they're not doing necessarily the wildly expected path and that's what made this episode so freaking phenomenal yeah. to me it, literally we just went on what like a 40 minute segue almost on just mm-hmm. the one scene where we find out like the one the one big reveal or one of one of the big reveals from this that we find out that Omega's older and they were they were intended almost like their mutations were accelerated they were like wait something's weird there let's turn that to 11 but this one goes to 11 oh man such a great such a great movie <laughs> but the other that's how you know this is for this is for like millennials and like uh-huh. I guess elder millennials and Gen Z like that because who the fuck else is going to know who Spinal Tap is no no <laughs> You know, but they're they're going to turn those mutations to eleven, and see what happens. 
this is like a fucked up experiment and then put them in gen pop and see what happens and look what look what came out of it yeah i mean that's you get this this magnificent like confrontation scene between you know crosshair and the batch and and they're trapped in the training room and it's such the same a, training room where they were working before symmetry. like oh it's man like, perfect. the whole lucas like it's all cycles it's all cycles which it's, is how history works that's how the world works like we're we're in the same fucking cycle that we were in in 1919 uh, like right now like that's what we're doing like the, it mirrors reality like so well like this is the same bullshit we've already done like those who do not pay attention to history are doomed history. to repeat it are doomed to repeat it that's what yeah. we're doing it's all cycles so we're we're seeing like the perfect bookends the perfect symmetry to this they're they're now able to like hunter can write that wrong like he he it looks like he listens to what crosshair says i think he does you I, see I him pause does. for a second like once they get through with this fight and we find out like kind of the other big reveal like you you see him hesitate for a second like look at crosshair like chilling there on the ground because he's you know it's it's gonna it's come down to that like you know who will it be you or me oh. like, and just like the quick draw and or the the hamilton the the we're gonna do the duel mm-hmm. uh, and it are you gonna throw your shot or not and i mean hunter's got it prepped to throw a shot really mm-hmm. uh, who knows who knows what crosshair had because we don't see him fire but like hunter's got his phaser set to stun sorry sorry star wars fans that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's got he's set to stun like he's throwing away a shot like that's that's he knows what he has to do here it, he can't he can't take out crosshair like there's still there's still hope it's the same thing luke's on vader like there's still hope it's... i still saw light in that person and you go back to the idea of the cycles that it all keeps repeating and they're bookending here with this like oh like what what do i do? he's like, i can write this wrong i listened to what he had to say he like, did the, he, he didn't do the the villain thing he didn't do the typical hero thing he chooses to save him or, yeah. or to try and save him and that's the difference that's the difference between being a villain and a hero it's all in the matter of perspective it's it's all about which side at, at this from i mean crosshair is not a villain i mean in my book after learning this or learning what we know about him I mean, yes he his chip yes he but some so but actors. did he so that that's one of the questions that i had as soon as as soon as this episode finished that was one of the questions that i had was he says oh i removed it and he's like well how long ago like how long have you just been this way and is, well, well, did he answer that question? I don't well, think we don't answer that question. I I think we that might be more of like a season two or the next episode. And that did he actually remove it or did he think it was removed? Because he's got that like we don't. I feel like this is very, very purposeful that they have that scar from where he was blasted so you can't see does he have the actual inhibitor chip removal scar uh, but okay. i feel like that's very very intentional that they did that i think if you if you okay so i could see this going one of, i mean obviously there's only two options here ben 
Um, but I mean, if you remove <laughs> if you remove the chip, if if he has had the chip removed for a long time and he still did the things that are bad, I mean, he's no different than any other imperial who did bad things who eventually comes over to the the rebellion. See Wes Jansen. See you know Big Starfighter. See Agent uh, Callus. Agent Callus. Genocidal maniac. But if you if you say that you haven't removed the chip and you tricked him into thinking he was this big bad guy the whole time, does that invalidate the conversation that we just had? I mean, he's been mind-controlled this whole time without realizing it after being told, hey, we stopped mind-controlling you. So, like, I don't know if I have a preference. I know that I don't want that to be the finale's focus. I don't want no. that to be what we what we deal with. I don't think that will be the focus of finale. No, I, I, I hope it's more. So I, I hope it's not that that it's like okay, we're actually going to see a redemption instead of a oh he was just being mind controlled this entire time da 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 da. That it's it's more of a look what they're doing is wrong. That it's more like goes back to the George Lucas political. You know, yeah. like the the Vietnam War is wrong. Like, like, what do you do with somebody who's so like ingrained in it? A true believer. What do you do with a relative who has been sucked in by Fox News? QAnon. Yeah, or QAnon, or any any of the same thing, right? Yeah. At this point, basically, let's be real. Yep. Uh, so it almost feels like I I think that would be very interesting. Like how how do you handle? someone you love who has drank the kool-aid and what do you do with them oh my god how how do you have that conversation what if that's the fucking story oh that would be amazing like that that that's kind of the options is i mean my god and it's it's like are they able are you able to speak with them rationally and intelligently enough that it's okay i i understand i see the error of my ways or you have to kill them because man that's a that's a fucking dark lesson you'd be like hey um so if they if all this doesn't work you gotta you gotta kill them um uh, that's just <laughs> that's just how it is you know like well that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a terrible lesson for a children's show like please please don't do that please like, don't, please don't, don't teach a bunch of kids everyone. that if you don't agree with with oh. the, the right side of history, then uh, they they must be murdered. Like that that seems like a very very slippery slope and a very interesting stance for Disney to take. <laughs> please please no. You know, I think it's just. I think this episode, in so many ways, was a goodbye to to what we've known with this show. I think it, it's it was very purposeful, and we talked about it. You know, it's very purposeful. I think we're leaving, we're leaving what we've known, and and destroying Camino in the manner that they did, destroying you know Topoca City, you know literally blasting it into the water. What does it um, get rid of the past? Kill it if you have to. It, exactly. That's weird exactly how that weird how that fucking quote keeps coming up. It's almost like we keep repeating the same cycles. Same fucking thing. I ah, just, anyway. It's, it, it, it's it's exactly what the theme is like <laughs> it felt very purposeful that it felt very purposeful that this was their way this was the show's way of saying what you're about to see from here on in is different you know and, and i think 
I think to some extent this show has this show has suffered a little bit from Rebel season one itis. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars season one itis. Clone Wars seasons one through five. Yeah. To some extent. To some like, extent. Yeah, with depending on like the filler episodes, like the arcs are fucking phenomenal, but the fillers, it's like all right, whatever. Getting to this point and and getting to a point now where we can say, you know, here comes the future. I I will admit I would not have been heartbroken had this show been canceled or ended. Right. But but I, now I'm, I'm with you. I am. I'm in. And I, I think if you can give me this kind of content one every once every three episodes, once every three episodes, it's, it's kind of what Clone Wars did. Yep. Where, where you've got like three to four episodes that you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then you have one or two like filler episodes that are one off that you're like, okay, cool. Can we, can we get back to the story? please? It's only seven episodes less than what the Clone Wars was pumping out. And, and who's to say we don't get, 23 episodes next season i i don't know that i want that i'll be perfectly honest i don't know that i want that yeah um, i i'm on board with that like i don't i don't I'm, think so i'm good with between i love the and, tight storytelling like and i think i'm happy please with. stick with the tight storytelling i just i have no idea where we're going with the finale actually that's not true we're gonna take down rampart I think Vice Admiral Rampart's about to get what's coming to him. Um, Maybe. I, I don't think we're going to rescue the Camino, the folks from Camino. I think that that storyline is gone. I think you're right. That set up, you know, what happens with Snoke. So we can't rescue those folks, unfortunately. Right. They, like that's um, got to be. That's one of the threads that we're going to stick with. I know this. It's only Monday. And <laughs> we've got so many days left. We can't just go watch it tonight and go, oh, okay. Like, oh, I hate which waiting is, for shit. Oh, man. Why did we do this? Why did we not wait until Wednesday to record? It would have only been 48 hours then. <sighs> Fuck, this show is good. This is a really, so, really good This show. is a really good episode. This and was. God, this was the well. way. Like, I know we, we talked about it at the beginning, but you've got the like those scenes where it's very i mean it's very intentionally done that you have like the empty halls you have all of those different pieces and then you watch it all get destroyed and then try and escape and it i mean that ends i'm not gonna lie when you see tarkin and he's like light it up (laughs) it was was very oh oh um is this like a test of the Death Star, like laser, like is this a different project? Because I know this is still before we've started that. But he's like, light it up, dig it out. You may fire like, when oh, ready. Was right. very specifically, used. very specifically worded. Uh huh. Like there is very. not a doubt in my mind that that was used for yes. a specific reason. Yes. I mean, I just I I loved this. This was a great episode. This was well done. Uh, this this was wonderful. And I'm telling you, give me this once every three weeks, and this show will run for five years. This is this is a show will, that will run for five years. I mean, this is yeah. God, it was good. 
really fucking wish it was Friday. Like a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. But unfortunately, it's not, and we're gonna have to wait a few days. But that's okay, because if if this is what I'm gonna get on Friday, I am fucking in. Like I am in, ready for it. But anything else we want to cover tonight? I think I think. Oh we man, I. I think we have we have definitely done this justice. I think so. I think so. Indeed. Um we'll we'll see if the uh if the the folks uh, agree. I <laughs> I hope so. I hope see. so. We'll see what happens. Indeed. All right. Well, I think that's going to be where we leave it for today. Um and we'll be back with you guys. I mean, by the time you guys hear this, this will all be, you know, we'll know what's going to happen. Um, right. But I I mean, right now, Monday night, um, we... maybe, maybe we figure out a way that we record like Sunday night, we record the finale and release them both on the same day. Maybe we figure that out. I am not opposed to that. You know what? I I am game if you were game. Like, it's going to mean it's going to mean double episodes recording, but I will release these these suckers because on the same day, which what might kill the uh, the actual <laughs> listens. But by that time, it's going to be it's going to be over. So, <laughs> look, guys, I, this has been an enjoyable experience. This was a great episode um, and we got one more to go. So I think until then, we will let the snark take us out as he always does. and Hopefully see you guys uh, real soon. May the force be with you. We'll talk to you guys maybe next week. Maybe, maybe. before then. We'll see. Have a great <laughs> week, everybody. I'm running out of time, Commander. Oh, with your positions. So this was your grand plan. Bring us here and kill us. If I wanted you dead, you would be. Not that it wouldn't be justified. You betrayed everything we stood for. And for what? The Republic. We're loyal to each other, not some 